Hey, welcome to another Dream Chasers podcast. Uh, I want to thank our, our sponsors, uh, Biosound Therapy, Team Await, Rita's Ice, and uh, Replay Hemp. Uh, definitely thank you for you guys uh, even making this podcast possible. Uh, today, we have on a very special guest. Uh, her son um, is Dr. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, one of the most dominant uh, big men in NBA history. Uh, I think the dominant uh, big man in NBA history, and I'm, I'm a very big fan of his. Um, his mom has been involved in his life from day one. Dr. Lucille O'Neal, how's it going? Oh, Harvey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing good. How are you? Sure. I want to <laughs> I want to make sure you hear me because I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. All right. Sunny, sunny Orlando, Florida. I mean, I wish I was down there with you. I wish I could do this face to face and record it. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting me to come on and talk to you. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Hey, where, where are you from? What's your background? We want to know a little bit about uh, Dr. Lucille. Harvey, I am from Newark, New Jersey, and we've been living in Orlando since Shaquille got drafted in 1992. So right. I like to tell a lot of people I'm not from here, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. raised in Newark, New Jersey, but born in Dublin, Georgia. And we okay. spent 20 years in the military. So we've been a few places. Wow. But because of Shaquille being drafted, we were planted here and we've right. been here mm -hmm. and we've been enjoying our life. I got four, three other children. Mm -hmm. So when people refer to me as Shaquille O'Neal's mom, I got to tell them now. I got more <laughs> children. I got a, a daughter, an oldest right. daughter is Latifah. Right. And then my youngest daughter is Aisha. And then I have a young son. His name is Jamal. Okay. And I'm happy to say I'm a proud grandmother. I have mm -hmm. 15 grandchildren. And mm. I got a new great grandbaby on the way. I'm so excited about that. And you know, we breed athletes in the O'Neill family. <laughs> Congrats. Hey, congratulations. That, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, we know that for sure. I mean, we, we've, uh, you know, I know everybody know a little bit about Sharif, and I seen um, uh -huh. um, uh, Shaq's daughter. Shakir. Um, yeah, Shakir. Yeah, I'm like, you guys got some. Got Ciara, some Amira. Okay, wow. I can start wow. naming them because I got a few of them. I got Bryce being groomed down here in Orlando. Right. I'm excited because our children are healthy and athletic and Right. That's what we do. Oh, I'm, I'm happy about that. Well, I, well, we're happy. We're happy for you. We're happy for you. So, so your kids uh, coming up. When did when did they start at, start playing sports? Like I know you said you got four kids. Um, when did that start for you? Have you guys always been kind of like a pretty athletic family? We have. I played basketball in high school, mm -hmm. and when I played, they, they were nowhere near competitive the way the women are now. Right. The players are only allowed to go half court. So I right. played the center position, going half court. Wasn't even allowed to shoot, but that's mm -hmm. okay. Wow. But when we had our children, Mr. Shaquille's our father played basketball, and wow. Mr. Harrison, my husband, he played basketball. So basketball and sports is in us. Okay. And uh, when you're out there in the military, they have a program called the Youth Activities Program. Always got something for the youth to do. So right. our family got involved in sports and mm -hmm. I got involved in the Youth Activities Program. And right. my daughters did the cheerleading. My sons played basketball, football, mm -hmm. baseball mm -hmm. to just stay involved and to have something to do. So we've been doing that since um, Shaquille is the oldest mm -hmm. since he was six years old. Wow. We've been involved in basketball. Wow. 
Right. And they look at Shaquille now. Well, they looked at him his whole career. Mm-hmm. He didn't just start being good. It was a process, you right. know? Right. From the time he was six, he played, he trained, he mm-hmm. he did what he needed to do to perfect the game. Right. And uh, young people today, they think that when we see them, when the world sees them, that they're, they've always been that good. Right. But you, yeah. have to, you have to have that discipline. You got to work at it. Yeah, you got to work, work at it. Got to work. He's a hard worker. Always been a hard worker. If you want to be good, you got to go to work. Right. And then while I'm talking about while I'm talking about basketball, mm-hmm. I remember when I first saw your brother Al. Oh wow! <laughs> coming through the airport, I think he was on his way to the McDonald's game or something. And I okay. remember briefly telling him. Right. Now he looked like an athlete. I didn't know that he could play. Right. But after I met him, I began to watch him. Right. He, he worked hard too. Yeah, the left hard. that he played, it's so right. amazing. It's right. just amazing. Right, right. These guys, I mean, they, they, the time and the effort. People don't see that. People don't see. They think uh, an off season is really an off season. It's really not. I mean, these guys. I remember my brother took two weeks after every off season. He take two weeks. He go on vacation, and then some of the times he mm-hmm. would, he was short that last week. And I mean, he's back playing. I mean, they were they were back training, lifting, playing, and you know nowadays people just think, oh well, it's a magic pill. You know what I mean? I, I got it. <laughs> I always have it. And and you know, like you said, you're you're a testament to that. You know, you seen you seen your son go through that. Um, how, was Shaq, how was Shaq as a kid? And then, uh, what sports did he play? <laughs> you want to know how he was as a kid? Now, <laughs> typical boy. Let me just say that typical male. Right. <laughs> we 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 have a term. That's a bad child. But right. We have to stop saying that now. I I I say he was curious. Okay. He was. Uh, uh, just a typical boy, right? Getting into things that maybe he didn't had shouldn't be involved in. He right. calls himself a, a juvenile delinquent. I wouldn't go that far, right? But he was a uh, he was always full of laughter, funny, right. jokester. Right. Well, we know that. But um, mm-hmm. but he was a, otherwise just a good young man, yeah. typical boy. Right, right. What and what other sports did he play? Did he just play basketball, or did he do anything else? No. He played football a lot, but he okay. got so tall that, you know, they began to tackle him at his knees. <laughs> and they got him right fast. out of it. Right, right. Yeah, that's the only way they could get him. they catch him down there by his knees. And he played baseball, but out of all of the sports, he loved basketball the most. You know, being tall, there was right. always a place for him to, to be in the game. So right. after getting hurt, a few times being mm-hmm. tackled at the knees, you get tired of that. So he right. just starts stuck with basketball. Right. But it's good to to, to not, um, you know, be so honed in on one sport. Right, because for sure. he played them all, we can right. really call him, he's a true athlete. Right. And that's what a lot of people don't know either. They think, oh, well, he just played basketball for a long time. Oh, no. He's right. a true athlete. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I remember he had a little series that he did, uh, and it was Shaq versus. And, I mean, just seeing him and some yeah. of that stuff, I'm like, this guy's a seven-footer, and, and, you know, he can keep up with this. You know, he's out there swimming. I mean, you could really see how athletic he was. He wasn't just a basketball player. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's definitely And I love that series. If, you know, I wish that somebody – well, I don't want to say somebody else would do it, but right. I wish that maybe 
it could be done again. Right. Because right. that was a good series. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I know a lot of the listeners enjoyed it as well. Come on, Doctor 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 Lucille. Come on, everything he does is. I, is, I mean, I, I enjoy everything he does. He he's like doing the the shack chicken or what. I enjoy watching that. Like he he, he he can he can sit down and read a book and do, and do a series, and I'm gonna watch it. And everybody's gonna watch it just because we love we love Shaq. I mean, he has that he has that charisma. He has that about him. You hear something about him doing anything? It's like, all right, let's go fig- let's go check it out. I mean, I watched the whole series. I remember all of it. So, like I said, I don't think that there's anything that he can't do that people are not gonna be attracted to. I mean, just period. So, I mean, he just has that charisma. He has it. You know. Being a parent, we tell our children do whatever it is that you want. Right. And while you're doing it, have fun doing it. For sure. So he always has fun in whatever he does. And what I love about him is the fact that when I mentioned to him, I said, whatever you do, don't be mean to people. Just try to put a smile on somebody right. else's face. Right. He remembers that. And yeah. He, he just acts a fool for, for, you know, any reason, <laughs> just to see you smile. Right. 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 I'm and laughing. Then, just thinking, just thinking, I, I can stuff up in my head. <laughs> Yeah. Harvey, we used to go to school. Shaquille be in the classroom clowning. Now the classroom was no place to be clowning. Right. But I remember. Let me tell you a quick story. Shaquille, we were living in Germany, and okay. uh, my husband used to say, "Listen, you better go to school and act like you got some home training." That's what we <laughs> tell our children. <laughs> so in Germany, you know, you have uh, other people. They don't always know what's happening in the in the. African American home, right? Right, right. So anyway, Shaquille was in school one day and he broke out in a break dance. Okay? <laughs> the teacher thought he was having a, a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to explain that. We had to explain that they had never seen that before. Right. And he's popping and locking and now he's a good dancer, so you've seen him dance, right? You've seen that when he did that dance at the All Star game that year. He could do all of that. But I never forget that story. They thought something was going on with him and he was dancing and the class was having a good time with that. And my husband was looking through the window. Right, right. The classroom window. Oh goodness! It was so funny. Like I said, he he brings so much joy to people. I mean, he doesn't even know. He, he's probably done touched so many millions and millions and billions of people. He just doesn't. I don't. I don't know that he knows his impact. Maybe he does, but like I said, it, anything he does, you know, we're we're definitely going to support him. So what? Um, when he was when he was playing, you know, high school sports. Um, you know, playing high school basketball, college basketball. Um. What was what was some advice that you that you gave him? Um, what were what was something I know you played? You said you played basketball back in the day. Um, you know, if he ever had any problems with certain things, stuff like that, or dealing with with coaches or going through certain things, what was a, a good piece of advice that that you gave your son? Well, to be honest with you, my husband was the coach, okay. and the disciplinarian, okay. disciplinarian, and I was the. I was the one that smoothed a lot of things over okay. because Shaquille would come home angry, being different from right. other young people. You no. know, that was an issue for him. And I would really talk to him. I said, you, you know, you're being set up for a leadership position. If they got to look up at you, you continue to give them something to look up to you for something right. positive. Right. So I would just try to instill, um, 
positive messages in him, something that would help him with his confidence. Right. I don't know if you've experienced being bigger than all of the, the your peers, you right. know, and they're laughing at you and right. making you feel bad. We had to work on that because I had I went through that too, being taller than the boys and the girls. Right. And you sometimes feel like you so alone, but I would just tell Shaquille, I said, you, man, you being set up, you are unique. Right, I said, God sure. got a plan for you because that's what my mother taught me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, she looked at Shaquille when he was small. She said, it's something special about that one. She said, right. it's something special. He's going to be great. And everybody's right. going to know his name. You know, I didn't know that, but I shared that message with him and it helped him to grow. Right. And my husband used to always tell him, be a leader, not right. a follower. For sure. And he tells that the young people today, be a leader, not right. a follower. Right, for sure. For and sure. Uh, those are some of the things. And, and we think our children not listening, Harvey. I know you're guilty of this, too, because I know your mother now. <laughs> we, we tell you things, and sometimes you act like you're not listening, but you right. really are. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I, deal, I deal with that with my, with my, my oldest. My oldest is... It's kind of the same thing. It's like sometimes I'm talking to her and I, and that just doesn't feel like it's getting through. But then later on, you know, she does something and it's like, oh, she was this. You know, she understands. So uh-uh. you Don't go ahead. Stop talking. <laughs> Don't stop talking. Keep talking. I'm serious. Right. Just keep talking. And then right. what I've learned, we got to listen to. You know, we talk, right. we do a whole lot of talking, but somewhere in there we got to learn how to listen to because we got some intelligent young people. And I, mm-hmm. I say, I tell my grandchildren, I say, y'all are not uh, like your parents were. You're right. not. Right. And I respect them and I let them know I respect them for their right. opinions and for the young people that they are. Right. And when you learn how to do that, the, the communication between you and your children is so much better. And I just want to say that Shaquille and I and mm-hmm. Latifah and I and Aisha and Jamal and I, we have great um, respect for each other. I'm the right. parent. Right. They respect me as being a parent, but I respect them too. They're grown now. Right, and so sure. I give them so much respect with children of their own. They're grown. But I'm telling you, when I learn how to listen and we learn how to communicate with one another, our relationship got so much better. Right. So much better. Right, right, for sure. What, what, was, your, what, was, the, what was the experience like when, uh, when Shaq was, in, was at LSU? What was the experience like? How was it different from, you know, having this young kid in high school? Uh, to basically spreading his wings and becoming a man at LSU. What was that like? Well, after I cried because he wasn't <laughs> home anymore. Right. That's hard for a mother. Right, for sure. It's really hard for a mother when they when their child leaves home. But right. we stayed um, on the road going to visit him. Okay. okay. And uh, we would drive from Texas mm-hmm. to Louisiana. That was seven hour ride in the car but we made sure we stayed close to him because he was in a, a world out there on his own right it's a big adjustment when you've been living at home and then you're going off to school sometimes you you don't know you don't even know whether you're gonna make it you try real hard for and sure talk to him prayed for him and stayed right. in constant contact with him so that he didn't feel alone mm. and he was on a mission. He knew right. he was on a mission. We all knew he was on a mission. And right. being in the military, you get that mission mindset. Okay, the goal is set. It's time to go to work. And right. that was his attitude. And we supported him and everything, you right. know, that he was trying to do at, at LSU. Besides basketball, we stressed the importance of an education. You're not right. only there to play basketball. You are a student athlete. We made sure we put emphasis on student. Right. 
And he did what he needed to do because when you have a scholarship, mm-hmm. you're only going to keep the scholarship as long as you are uh, keeping your grades up. Right, That's for important. sure. Right. When, you, when you're not living up to, um, it's almost like you have an agreement. Okay, I'm going to give you the scholarship as long as you continue to keep your grades up. And right. when that's understood, you put emphasis on student as well. Right. Student, athlete. It's important that the, the athletes today know that. You right. can go in there and break your leg or do whatever, and they will not dismiss you, but their attention won't be on you right. as much as it would be if you're, you know, in the program. Right. So it's, it's, this is a lot, but Shaquille, he did well, and I'm so proud of him. So right. proud of him because he knew if you want to get to a certain place, you have right. to put in the work. We can't do it for you, but it's important that you stay true to who you are. Right. And he, he has done that, and and he instills that same message in his children. His right. oldest son mm-hmm. worked so hard, and he's mm-hmm. a great student. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a great student. Right. I love it. I'm thankful. Yeah, that military background definitely paid off. I mean, you're you're you have your doctorate. He has his doctorate. I mean, that's is something to be said about that. I mean, you guys get down and and you go to work. You take care of business. I mean, I, I wish um, a lot of listeners um, had that work ethic and had a background um, that that pushes like that. Not saying that people don't, but I just feel like. Um, kids nowadays they want stuff given to them i think parents want stuff given to them like i'm i'm gonna pay my money for you to play AAU basketball you deserve to be on the floor and play no you don't you gotta work um just like what you said i mean it's like that shaquille works every day you work every day i mean and if you think about Mm -hmm. it maybe y'all don't have to work but you work and and you had that instilled in you so that's a testament definitely to the o'neill um to the o'neill family what was it like uh when he went pro, uh, what was, what, how did, how did life change? Um, you know, I, obviously, uh, people, people change period, not just saying money or, or, or anything else, but it just seems like, you know, the older I get, I change. How did he change? Um, you know, how did it change you? With all of that came greater responsibility for every area of your life. So okay. that's what it changed. It happened and it had to happen. Right. And uh, we still say today that we live and we learn. And that's what happens to us, all of us, not only him. We live and we learn and we grew. Right. And we were able to help other families. And that was, we got the mother's organization. I'm one of the founders because I learned so much. I wanted to be able to share that with some of the other mothers that are coming up. Your mom. Right. You know, that's how we met because what we learned, we were able to share. But we don't try to change, but you got to change because you got to grow up. You got to accept the responsibility and right. um, you do what you need to do and you pay attention. Right. And we, um, we learned some hard lessons because everybody's not happy for us, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the importance of family. When you band together like, like that, right. when a change comes in your family, it's a wonderful thing. If you could come together and not be torn apart. Yeah, for sure. Because you, Shaquille, he's going into the league, right? He's getting ready to go to work, and he has a decent paycheck. But outside of that, you know, you need help. Right. So instead of hurting the process, mom and dad, even sister and brother, we get in there and we help with the process. 
he needed somebody to look out for him. I traveled with him for a whole year until he said, okay, mommy, I got this. Right. And then I stayed home. My husband was at home with, with Latifa, Aisha, and Jamal, and mm-hmm. I traveled with him for a year. And then he, he grew up. He was 19, but he grew up. Saying, okay, Ma, I got this. Now. <laughs> right. you know, he didn't want me to go anymore. Right. But that was understood. But we, we took that change. We took that uh, opportunity for goodness coming to our family. We mm. took the responsibility to, at, you know, to know to do the right thing. And it has worked well for the O'Neill family. And right. um, we're doing what we do. My children... They've all um, accepted their role because we lose our identity in a sense. And right. Harvey, you know you've been called Al's brother. Yes, ma'am. To people. My name is Harvey. My name is Harvey <laughs> Harrington. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And then the same thing happened for us. We've been Shaq's mama, Shaq's daddy, Shaq's right. sister, Shaq's brother. But all of us, we are a part of the, the glue and the puzzle that holds our family together. And so over the years, people... Now they know. Okay, that's Shaq's sister, but her name is Latifa. Right. And that's Shaq's mama, but her name is Doctor Lucille. Doctor Lucille, Lucille. So get it right. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just we're having a wonderful life. Like you say, we can't complain. We don't yeah. complain about anything. Take the good with the bad, and whatever lesson we learn, we try not to make the same mistake twice. But right. when you enter into this world of professional basketball. Mm responsibility for everyone definitely period definitely i heard a funny story and i i want to know if this is true so i'm gonna ask it mm-hmm. um I, I read an article that said um well first of all let me back up a little bit first of all we know that um that your son is um probably one of the um how can I say one of the best um, he's handled, he's handled his finances and um, you know, he, he's one of the guys that left the NBA and he's worth more than, than what he, what he was when he played the NBA. And that's a, that's a testament because you got a lot of um, you know, a lot of guys that turned up broke or, you know, that type of thing. But it seems like he has, you know, a million endorsements. He has his hands in and everything. He seems to be very smart with his money. I heard a story or read a story that uh, before he ever um, played a game that he spent a million dollars, or I I believe, I I hope I'm quoting this right, but he spent a million dollars and um, it was said to him that, you know, I guess either his agent or somebody called him and said that, you know, he's going to go broke. Is Is that story true? Well, half of the story, the way you heard it is true, but okay. it was not before he was signed. He It was after, you know, okay. after he was signed with the Orlando Magic. Right. Um, you know what? When people look at a million dollars, they don't look at the whole picture because maybe they don't know. You don't even think about it, but there's right. the income tax and social mm-hmm. security tax. And then when sure. you give money away, there's a gift tax. There's a right. whole lot of things that go on and mm-hmm. things that taken out of that million, okay? You buy your dad a car, you buy your mom a car, you're trying to buy your own house, you're trying to buy furniture, you're trying to buy this. A million right. dollars can go very, very quickly. The agent right. got to get paid, mm-hmm. the, the money manager got to get paid. So For everybody sure. Everybody is tipping off of that million dollars. So right. yes, that was all possible. Mm-hmm. And so you have to learn how to do, what to do, and uh, you know, part of the process as well. Right. Everybody got right. their hand out, and bills right. have to pay bills that you've made just by uh 
buying things. Right. You get a house, you got to put furniture in it. And yeah, I was sure. in one time to the store, and, and he was getting stereo equipment. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you, you don't have to worry anymore. He said, Ma, you don't have to go to Walmart anymore. You don't have to go to Kmart anymore. Mm-hmm. And now, Harvey, I'm layaway queen, because that's how we got a whole lot of stuff. We just put it on the layaway. Right. Okay? Right. So he in the store trying to buy stereo equipment. It it amounted up to like $10,000. So wow. here I am. I'm going to whisper in the man's ear, you got a layaway plan. He's like, my mommy. You go over there. You go over there with Latifah. Because I... I'm, uh, and he like go over there. Right. Don't embarrass me talking about some layaway. Right. But, but you know it's things like that. What ten thousand dollars a watt for some stereo equipment? Then you go down the street and you want to buy rims for your car. That's another right. few thousand dollars. Right. Yes, that money is gone. Right. Because you're not adding it up while you buying what you want. You've been right. dreaming for great stereo equipment. Right. So for sure. Now, you got the opportunity. Yeah, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. But you're not thinking about. It. And he tells the story. Fiker. I asked who the f was Fiker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's why I say it's partly true. You know, Fiker. You're not thinking about Fiker. You ain't thinking about state right. tax, not about anything. All you think about what you want and what you can get. Right. For so sure. It's easy to spend a million dollars in a day. Right. But he's since learned. <laughs> Yeah. So funny. He learned that. But that could happen to all of them guys. You know, right. you got to pay attention. You got to pay attention. Right. Right. Well, he's definitely, he's definitely been a, a, a testament to what, um, you know, any professional guy that's, that's in there now, you know, these are things mm-hmm. that you should be looking at. I mean, like you said, his, in, him, his, his charisma and his style, I mean, you know, is, is, is hard to keep him off endorsements. I mean, people just, people just like, seeing Shaq and they like to see what he's going to do next. So um, I, I think that, I think that's a, definitely a testament to, um, to, to you as a parent, you know, to him as a person. I mean, you know, he, he's, he's, he's found a way, um, you know, to, to make money post NBA, you know, typically most guys lead the NBA and it's over, <laughs> you know, you, you, you're very lucky if you, if you leave the NBA and people are still calling you or, or uh, willing to do mm-hmm. deals with you. You know what I mean? I mean, not as very select few. And like I said, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. I mean, it's a select few that still can kind of keep their name in the spotlight off of what they did on the on the basketball court, for sure. And Harvey, you know what I say? I say, um, and you talked about personality too. Mm-hmm. People want to work with you. Endorsements come by invitation. Right. You don't always, you don't go for the endorsement. The endorsement comes to you. For sure. And it comes to you a lot because of your personality and because of your work ethic and because mm-hmm. of your persona, uh-huh. you know? So uh-huh. that that's a good thing. And he is blessed in that way. He can work with anybody. And because uh-huh. of, um, you know, his personality, he gets a lot of invitations. But I told him when he was younger, I said, a smile and a thank you will take you a long way. Yeah. And it, that's what it's been doing for him. Because he is very, I mean, he's gentle and he loves people and people love him. Right. So I'm happy about that. And even some of the commercials, you know, I think maybe I could have written a lot of them, but mm-hmm. the endorsements come and I can be sleep and hear right the general and him talking because I right. sleep with my TV on. Right. But I'll wake right up just so I can get a glimpse of the commercial. Right. 
And that's where a lot of people do too. They say, I saw your son's commercial on such and such. It was early in the morning, two, three o'clock. They're running those commercials. Right. So it's, it's a it's a good thing for him as well as for the endorser. Right. And I'm happy for him. Right. For I sure. really am. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, Dr. Lucille, you you've done an amazing job. Um, like I said, just just talking it, just talking to you um, has has motivated you know, not only me motivated our family to be better people. I mean, and like I said, to, to see how, see how Shaq is, I believe everybody else in your family is the same way. I'm, I'm, I know that we'll see the O'Neill name very soon from, uh, from somebody in out of the O'Neill camp. Like I said, you guys are hard workers. Um, you have a ton of humility. I mean, uh, this is, this has been one of the best, uh, if not the best podcast, I don't think I've laughed this much on any podcast that I've had, <laughs> period. But like I said, um, I, I just want to thank you, Dr. O'Neill. And uh, like I said, thank you. Thank you. We were very humble to have you on. Thank you, Harvey, for the invitation. And I want to um, just let you know mm-hmm. that I enjoyed this session, too. I open up to not to everybody, but All this right. was a pleasure for me. And. Can I say happy Mother's Day to the moms that are listening? And I want to wish your mom a happy Mother's Day as well. I'm going to call her. We're going to wish you a happy happy Mother's Day to you also, for sure. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. And hopefully I get a chance to see you somewhere soon. I know. It's been been a long time. Last time I seen you was in Orlando. So maybe I need to to come back. (laughs) Well, you know, you're always welcome. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. For and that. I guess I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Hey, uh, we, we, we also have our basketball camp coming uh, July 15th through the 19th. It's going to be at Mount Vernon uh, middle school. Um, go check out our, our basketball training on dream chasers, uh, basketball, indie. Um, at any time you, you can always promote uh, this podcast. This is for, uh, all families, uh, kids, uh, we, we definitely want to help the community. If you have any questions, you can send questions to our Facebook uh, page. You can also um, go on uh, www.dreamchasersbball.com and you can leave any questions or comments um, going forward. Like I said, we're, we're constantly uh, training kids on Mondays and Thursdays for groups um, uh, 6 through 8, uh, 6, through, 6 o'clock to 8 p.m. So um, definitely check us out and uh, we thank you for listening.